What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Elemental Evan Show. Welcome to this Wellness Wednesday episode. I love filming these episodes because I can really dive deep into all these different topics, all these different health and wellness topics. Um, and today is a really great one. Um, it's actually going to be broken down into two parts because it was too long for me to just really put in one episode. Uh, I don't want to keep you guys too bored, so uh, you'll get the other half of this in the following week. Um, but nonetheless, it is four ways to rapidly lose weight, um, specifically fat. And uh, these are methods that I try to capitalize on and use myself, but they are the ones that show definitely the biggest results. And uh, they're, you know, a few of them are going to probably surprise you. A few of them are going to be quite obvious as well. Uh, but nonetheless, these are all really, really useful. And they're all just really great for your health in general. Um, once again, you know, the body is a whole being, right? And so when you do one thing in the body, it typically has effects in other parts of the body as well. And this is something to be very mindful of because if you have an issue in your body, um, you know, starting to change things in one part of your body might actually benefit that part as well because the body is totally connected and intertwined. You know, it's even like how we're finding now that the uh, there's a gut brain axis. So now your brain and your gut actually are speaking to each other and your gut produces a lot of um, different things like serotonin and melatonin. And these are things that we didn't originally know that were being produced in the gut. And so it's just crazy. The body is totally connected. And so therefore, all of the things that I'm going to tell you today, they're not only going to be good for losing weight, they're actually going to be good for just your overall health. And so that's awesome. But you can really kind of be very specific here and uh, use it just for weight loss if that's your goal. But nonetheless, you're going to reap some other benefits as well, which is always kind of a nice little benefit. Um, for those of you who uh, are tuning in just for your first time today, sorry, I should have mentioned my name is Evan and uh, I'm just here to share all things health and, and wellness with you. Um, and for those of you who are interested in health coaching, um, I am a health coach. And being that you're listening to my podcast, I would love to work with you because it shows me that you're already ready to take that step into really improving your health and wellness. Um, and so, you know, if you're dealing with things like gut issues, sleep issues, uh, weight loss problems, uh, you know, just stress levels, running amok. Uh, if any of those are an issue for you, then please reach out to me. We can uh, set up a free discovery call and go ahead and get that scheduled. You can either email me, you could message me on um, Instagram, you could fill out my discovery call form, whatever way you prefer to do it, that's totally fine with me. Uh, but nonetheless, I would love to work with you. So if that's something you're into and you want to hop on one of these programs with me, um, one of these health programs, then I would love to you know, really work one-on-one -on -one with you and have a tailored program specifically just for you and your health goals or health issues. So anyways, if that's of interest to you, please reach out to me on that. And then also I wanted to take a minute and kind of mention something here, which is super interesting. So obviously we're talking about uh, weight loss today. And I thought it was kind of interesting to note that when you actually use fat, when it's broken down, um, it's released as both carbon dioxide and as water. But 80% or a little more than 80% of it is released as carbon dioxide and you actually breathe out that carbon dioxide, right? Obviously. Um, and so we're actually, when we break down fat and use it, we're actually releasing most of it through our breath, which is really crazy. The other portion is uh, usually broken down into, into water and then obviously released uh, typically through like urine. 
But I never knew that, you know, your breath played such a role in actually even the, the usage of fat and the give off of its byproducts, right? Um, which is so interesting and, and, you know, breath work is a topic of its own that I could go so deep on and I already have other episodes on it. Uh, feel free to look back and go ahead and, and check out one of those episodes. But nonetheless, breath is so important. It's so extremely important for your stress levels, for your overall health, uh, for getting into good meditations. It does so many different things for us. And that is the reason why I created an introduction to breathwork course. Um, I actually include it in all of my health coaching practices and all my uh, programs. Uh, it's just included in there. But if you are just interested in learning more about breathwork and having five different types of breathworks that you can use in your life, um, ones for, you know, getting energized in the morning, calming down in the evening, um, waking up the lungs, getting ready for a meditation, whatever it may be. Um, I have five different breath works in that course and it is linked in the show notes. You can go ahead and click on it there and go ahead and get the course for yourself. It has a whole introductory uh, video in which I break down what breath work or as it's known in the yogic world pranayama is and i give you my knowledge on it uh, it's just a really awesome course and i'm happy to share it with all of you and being that you're listening to this podcast you're probably interested in breath work as it is a real health and wellness practice for sure so anyways feel free to check that out um, i'd be happy to uh see some of you guys on there and uh and yeah, it'd be awesome to connect. So also speaking of connecting, reach out to me on Instagram, check out the YouTube page that I got going. All of these are linked in the show notes um, as they normally are. And so you can always go ahead and check those all out. And then last but not least, I just had to hop on here real quick and say that if you have not already checked out Organifi, then now is the time to do it. They're incredible. <laughs> I've been really, I mean, I've always been enjoying them, but here recently I have really just been digging um, the chocolate gold formula for sleep time. Uh, I know I've said this so many times, but it truly is just like a really, really healthy cup of hot chocolate in the evening time. And it's great for falling asleep. It's got things like magnesium in it. Um, it's got reishi in it as well. It's got turmeric. It's got all of these amazing things that really help, uh, you know, benefit your body, but also help you ease into sleep. And also I think just the calming effect of having a nice mug of, you know, quote unquote, hot chocolate is just incredible. Um, it does a lot for, you know, soothing you and getting you ready for sleep. So anyways, if you haven't checked out Organifi, go check out their green juice, their red juice, um, their glow, their, uh, gold formula. Like I said, I like the chocolate gold cause it tastes kind of like a hot chocolate, honestly. Um, but all of their stuff is amazing. It's all organic. It's all uh, third party tested for glyphosate. So they're making sure that it is not making its way into any of their products, which is huge. It's a very, very important thing, which, is, uh, by the way, glyphosate is basically roundup. Um, you definitely don't want that in anything that you're eating. So Anyways, go ahead and give them a check. And uh, like I said, I'll have their uh, link posted in the show notes as well as a 20% discount just for being a listener of the show. Uh, if you click on the link in the bio, they will automatically apply the 20% discount code. So you don't need to memorize it or anything like that. You just go in there, add whatever you want to your cart and then check out on there. So anyways, go ahead and check them out. I absolutely love Organifi and I love sharing their message as well because it's incredible stuff. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoy. And now let's go ahead and jump into these four different ways of losing weight or more specifically losing fat, right? So 
The first one, and this is probably going to be, you know, maybe the most obvious, or there might be another one that might be a little bit more obvious, uh, but nonetheless, it's going to be your diet. So obviously, if you are trying to lose weight, you already know that your diet plays a huge role in weight loss. So to really just break this down into like the most simplest terms possible, which, um, you know, kind of doesn't really do it justice, but nonetheless, it's it's good enough. And that is basically, you know, they say calories in, calories out. Now, I don't fully agree with this, and I'll explain why later, because different calories do different things. But nonetheless, from just a really um, observational point of view, if you're eating more than you are putting out, then you're naturally going to gain weight, right? It's almost like, think about your car. If you fill up your car with more gas than you drive, uh, eventually you're going to have you know more and more gasoline. Your tank is going to get full. It's going to have more than you can fit in that tank. So you're going to have to have another you know gas tank added onto your car. And then you're going to fill that one up and fill up another one. And eventually you're going to have all this gas and you barely use any of that for fuel. So now you're just storing this gas, right? Well, it's the same thing. If you um, are not using your body and you are just constantly filling it up with you know these calories, well, eventually you are obviously going to gain weight. Uh, now the opposite of that is true. You can, you know, tweak this to make sure that you lose weight. Um, but the reason I really wanted to start off with the diet is because out of all the different tools in losing weight, dieting is probably the most important. So in terms of losing weight, if this is really what your concern is, I mean, these are all extremely important, but I might even dare say that this might be the most important. So um, definitely making sure your diet is dialed in is key. Um, there's a saying that my sister always says, I, I really enjoy it. It's you can't outrun your spoon. Um, and this is super true. If you exercise a bunch, that's awesome. But if your diet isn't dialed in, um, it's going to be really hard to lose the weight. And I have very much a firsthand experience with this. So, um, back when I used to play football, uh, you know, I ate terribly, like I ate really, really terribly. Um, you know, I'm talking like frozen pizzas and like hamburgers and, and burritos and just just everything like that I shouldn't have been eating. No wonder I had all these stomach issues, right? Um, but nonetheless, I was eating like crazy, but I was working out a lot. I mean, I was literally, when I was in football, um, I had practice from Monday through Saturday. So I only had one day off out of the week. And on Saturdays, yeah, it was a little bit of an easier day, but nonetheless, we still did stuff, you know? So like six days a week, I'm physically active. And um, five of those days, I'm like extremely physically active, you know, uh, lifting weights, sprinting, um, you know, tackling, like just everything under the umbrella of being physically active, right? Uh, and nonetheless, I maintained a really heavy weight. Um, it's actually, you know, the heaviest I've ever been was in football. So uh, just to give you an idea, I think I, I maxed out somewhere around 235 pounds, maybe a little bit more than that, 238, somewhere around there. Um, and that's the heaviest I've ever been. But yet I was working out like crazy, right? But I was not eating correctly. 
Now, then you kind of flip this around. So when I was in college, um, I started kind of gaining weight again because I was eating really poorly and I was not exercising very much at all, just a little bit. And I was putting on weight. I was getting back up to my normal um, football weight, which is not good because I wasn't doing football. So I went ahead and changed up my diet. I actually really just focused on my diet and did not focus as much on my uh, physical activity, which physical activity plays a huge role. We'll get into that later. <laughs> and um, But nonetheless, I just really focused mainly on my diet. Uh, I was still definitely walking and moving, of course, but um, my main focus here was just on my diet. And through dieting alone, and uh, actually the next tip that we're gonna get into, which is actually fasting, um, those two things helped me to drop like almost 40 pounds in one summer. So, um, well, okay, let's say maybe in about four to five months. So yeah, so I was, yeah, uh, that, that's actually about right. Like I was losing close to about 10 pounds a month, maybe like I was, I was really dropping weight like crazy. It was, it was insane. Um, I'll go a little bit more into the diet that I was specifically doing, but nonetheless, that was just mainly from dieting. And like I said, that is not to take away from physical movement because that's huge in itself as well. But specifically here for weight loss, the reason I put dieting first is because it really is just so key to get that dialed in. Now, in terms of, like I said, calories in, calories out, the reason I'm not really a big fan of that is because different foods do different things in your body. Um, not all food is created equal, right? Like we are not all here eating whole foods like apples and oranges and zucchini and you know grass-fed beef. No, there's people who are eating really, really very highly processed foods and those things are doing different stuff in your body. They are messing with your hormones or messing with your ghrelin and leptin levels, which which are um, basically the things that tell you when you're satiated or when you're hungry. Um, they're doing a lot of different things in your body and they are not good. So um, a really actually great um, study that I found in terms of the difference between uh, the calories of a whole food and a processed food diet is found in this study done by um, the NIH or the National Institute of Health, where they gave a group of people, you know, quote unquote, whole foods cheese sandwiches okay obviously <laughs> i wouldn't deem a cheese sandwich as a whole food but nonetheless that's kind of what they went with so for terms of the study here um, we're going to roll with it so once again just think of like whole grain bread you know um real cheese like actual cheese right and then the other group was given a uh a processed food sandwich, basically. So this is, you know, think of enriched white flour bread and a cheese product. So not even cheese. And now when I say a cheese product, yes, I'm talking about craft. Um, craft is, if you look at the packaging, it literally says cheese product because they are not able to call it actual cheese because it doesn't have enough cheese in it. <laughs> so yes, it's a very highly processed uh, product, obviously. Well, anyways, uh, after eating these two different sandwiches, they found that there was a 50% reduction in calorie burn after eating the processed foods sandwich. So AKA, you literally become worse at burning calories when you eat these processed foods. Literally just off, and oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, these were sandwiches that were at the exact same calorie level as well. Um, they were like trying to keep it as 
you know, even as possible. So, um, you know, they were eating a sandwich that was essentially the same thing. Just one was a whole foods form of that sandwich and one was a highly processed form of that sandwich. And the people who ate the highly processed form had a 50% reduction in calorie burn. This is why I say all calories are not created equal. Okay. Because if you're eating a diet that is, you know, consisting of sour gummy worms and, um, you know, Kraft's mac and cheese and, and, Oreos, right? Um, compared to someone who's eating, you know, like bananas and, you know, grass fed beef and, you know, just whole foods, you're going to see a lot better results in the person who has the whole foods diet, right? Because they're actually eating real foods that are not doing this, you know, reduction in calorie burn. Uh, like I said, these highly processed foods do things in our bodies that we are not aware of. Um, but obviously as we're doing the science on it, we are seeing, uh, the effects of them. So um, the other portion of that too is that, you know, when you eat these highly processed foods, they also tend to be high in things like MSG, so monosodium glutamate, which by the way, monosodium glutamate can be labeled on your food in so many different ways. It's crazy. They can literally put it under all these different names. So be very careful for it. MSG is a product that basically makes you want to just continue eating more of whatever that product is. If it's like a flavor enhancement, if you will, it's kind of the reason like why, if you start eating a bag of chips, you can't just eat like two chips. You have to eat the whole bag of chips, right? <laughs> Cause it has a lot of MSG in there. So, um, yeah, these highly processed foods, they have, you know, um, these additives or they're just highly palatable, which is really an issue here, um, in our society is having these highly palatable foods. How many times have you been eating dinner or lunch or whatever, and you're totally full, like you're satiated, but you keep eating because the food is just so tasty, right? Um, so that's a real issue here. Like we know we're full, but we're still eating because the food tastes so good. Um, you know, there's a really good example given of like, if you were to be given just boiled potatoes, like nothing on them, just boiled potatoes, and then you were given French fries, you could consume way more French fries than you could of just boiled potatoes because they're not very satiating. You're going to get over them over time and you're going to be full and then your body is not going to be getting all these crazy signals of, or your mind's not going to be getting all these crazy signals of like how delicious this food is and telling you to eat more of it. So in a way, eating foods that are, you know, still good tasting, but not extremely like over the top, highly palatable is very beneficial in terms of not overeating, which is huge, obviously, in terms of losing weight. We don't want to be overeating and getting to a point where, you know, you got to unbutton the pants and you can't even like move for like an hour after that. Obviously, that's not a good thing to be doing. You want to really make sure that you're watching that. Um, and by the way, there's actually in one of the blue zones in Japan, um, I always forget the, the name of the island. I think it's Okinawa. Maybe um, I might be wrong. But anyways, in this blue zone, so a blue zone is an area with people uh, or that has an abnormally high level of people that live to 100 and over. And anyways, they have a motto there in Japan in this little community. And right before they eat their meal, they always say to themselves in Japanese, obviously, um, eat until you're 80% full. So that's their motto. They actually say that before they sit down for a meal, they tell that to themselves, like only eat until I'm 80% full. And I think that's a really important thing for us to all do because we really, really overconsume. We eat way too much um, here and we get so accustomed to it that we think it's just normal when really you're not supposed to eat that much food. <laughs> you can do with so much less. And um, 
actually the next topic of fasting helps you understand how you can do with so much less. So, um, yeah, just in terms of dieting, you know, there's a lot of different diets out there that are going to help you lose weight. Actually, in general, most diets will help you lose weight. Um, anytime you make a conscious decision in your dieting or in your food choices, um, you're naturally going to probably lose some weight because if you even went, you know, vegetarian, vegan, carnivore, primal, um, keto, whatever it may be, you're probably going to lose weight on that diet just because you're getting away from so many processed foods and things like that, you know, and you're, you're making a really conscious change in your food. You're becoming more conscious of what you're eating and that's going to help you out nonetheless. So, um, you know, most diets are going to help you in terms of losing weight. However, for the terms of uh, this episode, which is very specifically tailored to losing fat or losing weight, um, I, I have to talk about basically kind of the diet I did, but as well as um, in general, just the keto diet, right? So I'm not really here to tell you to do the keto diet or anything like that. If that's something you feel called to um, do, then go for it. You know, go ahead and do some reading on it, um, educate yourself and kind of go from there. But I can, can kind of give you a quick little version of it. So essentially keto is you are upping your fat intake and you're lowering your carb and sugar intake. The idea behind all this is if you lower your sugar and carbohydrate intake, you are going to have less insulin to no insulin release, right? Um, and then you're increasing your fat per, uh, fat consumption, which is going to make you more metabolically flexible, meaning you are going to be able to switch from burning you know, these carbohydrates and sugars over to burning just fat, which a lot of people are really bad at being metabolically flexible because we live in a world where we have access to food 24 seven and we typically only go about eight hours without food and that's when you're asleep. And, uh, and then we go right back to eating more carbs and sugars, right? So we almost never, if you live that kind of a lifestyle, get to a point where you are burning fat for fuel. So the idea of the keto diet is to get you metabolically flexible and get you into this state of ketosis where you are burning fat for fuel, um, thus losing weight, right? Because you're burning the fat. So the theory behind it is really good. Um, and like I said, I've done a version of the keto diet. It wasn't, you know, a very strict specific, uh, you know, keto diet. Um, but nonetheless, like the, the idea behind my dieting was that, and that's the diet that led me to losing, you know, those 30 to 40 pounds in a summer. Uh, it really, really does help. Um, and you know, actually there's a book by Dr. Stephen Gundry came out recently. I think it's called unlocking the keto code. I'll try to also link that in the show notes if you are interested in it. Um, but he really dives into kind of what's happening uh, when you go into the state of ketosis, which I found really interesting because I thought it was just the fact that you're burning fat and that's for fuel and that's why you lose the weight. But what it turns out to be is that you're actually causing this, um, this process called mitochondria uncoupling. Uh, you're causing that to occur. So mitochondria are these little organelles in your cells. So I'm taking you back to biology, all right? <laughs> that uh, freshman year biology, where you learn about you know the cell and all the different organelles within the cell, right? Well, one of those organelles is your mitochondria. They are called like the powerhouse of the cell. And the reason they're called that is because they literally generate the energy for not only your cell, but your entire body, right? So um, your 
mitochondria, uh, sorry, mitochondria will receive, you know, oxygen and then molecules from food and then combined together, they will create what's called adenosine triphosphate or ATP, which is energy. So they are the things that are creating energy. Now, when you go into this state of ketosis, and I'm, I'm really dumbing this down, like honestly, if, you, if you're if you really interested in this, please go ahead and read the book. It's, it's an awesome read. Um, but really what's happening is, is you are actually becoming less efficient at burning fuel. And it was essentially, from what I recall, it was the mitochondria are kind of doing this in a way of protecting themselves. They, they almost feel like you're in a state of... Um, of, uh, sorry, of like starvation kind of, because now you've moved over into burning fat, meaning you're not intaking any, you know, carbohydrates and sugars or, uh, anything like that. And so it's kind of trying to protect itself. These mitochondria are, and in doing so they've become very inefficient at burning fuel. So it's almost like, you know, um, thinking of when you're eating carbohydrates and sugars, it's more like uh, like a Prius, I guess, you know, where you're like kind of conserving the fuel. And then when you go into the state of burning um, fat, you're now more like a Ferrari, right? Like you're burning through this fuel, uh, going through it super quick, and you're becoming very inefficient at using the, the fat, which is actually a good thing, obviously. It's actually really good for the health of the mitochondria, but it's also good for burning fat, which is <laughs> the topic here, obviously. Um, so I know that was a pretty long-winded answer on the whole keto diet, but um, nonetheless, that's kind of why the keto diet works. And specifically with that book I just mentioned, um, Unlocking the Keto Code, Dr. Stephen Gundry lays out a keto-type diet, but it's a little bit it's not as strict, I would say, and it's a little bit more based off of the mitochondria uncoupling. Um, I would highly recommend looking into a diet like that because that's actually more the style that I went when I was doing um, my keto diet. So anyways, that's pretty much <laughs> if you want to lose weight and you want to focus on your diet, um, that would be the way to do it. But just in general, um, I would just say to you, if you are interested in losing weight, yes, the keto diet is a great way to do it. It's a great way to become metabolically flexible. It's a great way to burn fat. All of that's awesome. But if you just focus on eating whole foods and getting rid of your processed foods, that in itself is going to help you immensely in losing weight and just being overall so much healthier. So um, really that would be, personally, if I were to give you a focus, it would be that. Um, but if you care to go the keto diet way, that is perfectly fine as well. Um, the only caveat with that would be that if you are doing the keto diet, you should be cyclical with it. Um, meaning that you should not do this diet for more than like, you know, three months at a time. And I'm talking like, if you're being every single day, you're doing keto and you're like fasting and stuff, um, then only go like three months maximum. Um, and if you're doing it, you know, if you want to make it a more long-term diet, then you're going to have to mix up your weeks. Like you're going to be keto and then maybe on the weekends, um, eat a little bit of carbohydrates and sugars here and there, um, you know, in, in, on the weekends or something. But, uh, personally, I don't, I, I think it's more of a tool, not really a longevity diet. If you're more into longevity diet, um, there's other forms of dieting that you could do, like, um, mainly just, focusing on, on, uh, whole foods. So anyways, <laughs> I'm not going to dwell anymore on the dieting. Obviously we already know that plays a huge role in terms of losing weight. Now, as I was saying with my dieting that I did over that summer where I lost all that weight, um, one of the really, really key parts of that 
was also the fasting. So if you have already, or sorry, if you haven't listened to my podcast in the past, I've talked a lot about uh, fasting on it. So if you haven't, I'll go ahead and kind of just give a quick explanation. Fasting um, literally just means to go without, but in terms of diet, obviously it means going without food. So um, a fast, if you're a purist, would be literally just drinking water. Um, But if you are not a purist and you still do fasting and receive all the exact same benefits, then you can drink coffee with nothing added, just black coffee or plain tea, um, water, and then uh, some salt, high quality salt. And uh, that alone will allow you to do a fast. You can consume those things um, and then basically just not eat any food for an extended period of time, you know, anywhere from uh, 12 to 24 to 48 or 36 or 72 hours, whatever it may be, however long you want to go on a fast for. Now, before I even jump into fasting and why it's so good for you, um, I do have to say that if you have, you know, any kind of past history or issues with, you know, um, acceptance of your body. Um, maybe you have any kind of like anorexia or any, any kind of those, you know, um, body image illnesses or anything like that. Um, please, you know, check with a doctor or just refrain from doing fasting. Cause obviously my goal here is not to make things worse in that sense. Um, fasting has incredible, uh, health properties to it, but Obviously, we want to practice safely here. So if that is the case for you, that's fine. Focus on the other things um, given in this podcast. And, uh, you know, just don't really worry about this one. Also, if you are a female, there are specific times in which you should fast and not fast. Um, Very specifically, you should not fast during your moon days or days when you're on your period. Um, And on top of that, you should probably not be fasting every single day. Um, You should really definitely scatter your uh, fasts. So maybe fast one day and then don't fast the next and then maybe fast the day after that and then don't fast for maybe two days, something like that. Um, That's specifically for women and that has a lot to do with the hormones. And then for men as well, um, it's fine. You can fast a little bit more frequently, but nonetheless, you should still also take breaks and add in you know, days where you are not fasting at all. Um, it's very important to kind of keep our, our body on its toes. So anyways, that's just kind of the general, uh, guidelines for fasting. But with that being said, fasting is literally one of the best things you can do for weight loss. And, um, also just your overall health. Um, like I said, I was doing mixed with my dieting. I was also doing the fasting. I was doing, um, a minimum of 16 hour fasts every single day. Um, and there were days where I was literally shedding, you know, one, maybe one and a half pounds every single day. I would wake up and weigh myself and I was just watching the number just drop and drop and drop and drop and drop. So, um, and a lot of that was definitely due to the, uh, benefits of fasting, right? So, sorry. Uh, as I said, I know there's a lot of benefits to fasting. I want to really kind of keep this catered specifically just to dieting, but, um, you know, the goal here in terms of fasting is to get us into the state of ketosis. So as I was stating, uh, with the keto diet, the idea is that you're getting into the state of ketosis, which is that you're burning fat for fuel. Well, one of the best ways to really do that is to just fast. So 
if you just stop eating, your body is naturally not going to be releasing insulin, which is really kind of a marker for breaking a fast is um, release of insulin. And uh, so if you just don't eat any food, obviously you're not ingesting any sugars or carbohydrates or proteins or anything like that. And insulin is not being released at all. Um, and thus you are going into a state of ketosis, which uh, I believe if you do a fast, you can get into ketosis regardless of kind of your dieting. I believe it was something within like 48 hours or maybe a little bit more. Um, but if you do just intermittent fasting, which is like every single day, you just do a you know 14 to 16 hour fast and then you're eating a keto style diet, you will naturally kind of get into a, a state of ketosis. But Nonetheless, we want to get into this state of ketosis uh, so that we can be burning fat for fuel and losing weight, right? <laughs> like that's the whole goal here. Um, and so specifically, if you wanted to try some fasting, um, you know, I, I did intermittent fasting and I still do intermittent fasting, uh, not all the time, but I, I definitely do still practice that. And, you know, a really easy way of doing that is to just, you know, you pair it with your sleep because when you're asleep, obviously you don't have to worry about eating. So you have eight hours of already, you know, fasted time. So if you combine that eight hours with, let's say, you know, one to two hours in the morning of no eating, uh, which is good anyways, because in that first hour of, of waking up, you really kind of just want to um, consume water, um, liquids, things like that. Water specifically though, because it helps wake up all the organs and get the body prepared and ready for the day. But nonetheless, um, you want to really kind of refrain from eating foods, especially like highly sugary foods, which is kind of crazy because we feed our kids like cereal, but <laughs> nonetheless, I digress. Um, yeah. And then in the evening time, you want to really wait about two to four hours before going to bed, um, with no food. Like you don't want to eat within two to four hours of bedtime. Uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. But basically when you're that late at night and you're eating food so close to bed, you're really going to disrupt your sleep, which is a really big issue that we do not want to run into. Um, you want to get your sleep that helps out big time with everything in your body. Um, and yeah, like I said, the first hour is mainly just for prepping the body. So the evening time we're winding down, we're not going to be going out and doing physical activity typically. So when you're eating super late at night, like your body is not going to be using that food for energy. It's pretty much just going to get stored away or maybe even just sit in your stomach overnight, which is kind of gross as well. Um, so yeah, the main goal here, um, and a really big one is definitely do not eat late at night. You really want to refrain from eating two to four hours before bedtime that will help massively in terms of losing weight. So really, really bring that into focus. Um, yeah. And then when we also limit the time in which we eat, um, we also naturally are going to lower our calorie intake. Uh, this is kind of obvious, but nonetheless makes sense. Um, if you are doing intermittent fasting and you are, you know, only, allowing yourself, uh, like for example, to only eat for like eight hours out of the day. Well, now you only have a window in which you can eat food. So yeah, I mean, you could sit down and just try to cram as much food in as you could, but nonetheless, if you're just eating normally, you're going to naturally have probably about, I don't know, maybe like two meals, maybe three meals in that time. Um, but they're going to be probably smaller, shorter. You're not going to have as much time to snack. A lot of snacking time happens in the evening as well, which is why we really want to refrain from eating late at night. 
Um, and so naturally, yeah, if you're doing a, uh, intermittent fast, you're going to eat less food, thus you're going to consume less calories and overall just help out with losing weight. <laughs> so it's just really a win-win. Um, fasting and dieting go hand in hand so well, especially with losing weight. And that's not to get into just all of the slew of benefits that come with, uh, fasting like autophagy and, and, uh, um, mitogenesis and all these other different things uh, that I'll get onto on other podcast episodes. But nonetheless, what's really, really great here is you're teaching your body to become metabolically flexible, like I explained earlier, which just simply means you're training your body to go in and out of a state of ketosis with, with less difficulty which is really important. That means you're metabolically flexible um, and helps you to increase your insulin sensitivity, which ultimately means that your body's going to be better able to burn fat and utilize any carbs and sugars that, that you do consume. So as you do this fasting uh, more and more throughout your life, you're going to create this metabolically uh, flexible body in terms of being able to consume carbohydrates and sugars and then go ahead and go without them and, you know, consume fats and go into this state of ketosis. And, um, you know, like Dave Asprey says, if you become metabolically flexible, then you're no longer um, what he calls uh, hypogly uh, and then the B word, <laughs> but um, like, you know, the hangry basically. Uh, so, uh, Really what he's saying is that if you, uh, you know, when people, they haven't eaten in a really long time and then they turn into just little monsters and they, you know, then they eat a meal and then they're all happy again. Well, it's because, you know, they're not medic metabolically flexible. It's like they weren't able to go into that fat burning state and uh, their body was in the state of like hunger and <laughs> really just wanted to eat. So when you become metabolically flexible, you become much better with also, you know, controlling your kind of like emotions and your hangriness level. Um, but it's a real thing. Obviously we have a modern day term for hangry. Um, but yeah, so fasting is really going to help with that as well in terms of getting you to be a very metabolically flexible and able to burn fat, uh, very easily. So yeah, for today's episode, those are the two that we're really just going to focus on. Um, it's going to be your dieting and your fasting. So very specifically, if we are just focusing on losing weight, um, obviously the keto diet is really great for that. Um, however, just a whole foods diet will work as well. Um, you know, being mindful of sugars and carbohydrates, of course, in terms of uh, losing weight and then fasting. Fasting is incredible for, you know, for this episode for losing weight, but also just a slew of other things, like I said. And uh, if you combine fasting and dieting together, you will be surprised on the results that you get from uh, your weight loss. So if you are trying to lose some weight, this would be a great place to start. I will be continuing on with two more really huge uh, points in terms of losing weight uh, on the next Wednesday, uh, next Wednesday's episode. So definitely tune in to that one as well to get the other two points and they will go nicely with these two. Uh, but this is a good place to start. So go ahead and give these a try and uh, see how you like them. And yeah, that's going to do it. Um, I haven't really done a fat burning like episode before. So, um, thank you guys for bearing with me. Uh, but you know, the reason I haven't really done a fat burning episode is just because, you know, as I stated in the beginning of this episode, anything that is based on health and wellness is probably going to be good for, you know, losing that, the extra weight that you have on your body. Right. Um, naturally, you know, 
we don't need to carry all of that around and it's a direct result of our lifestyle and therefore if you live a healthier lifestyle you're just going to kind of also look healthier as well so uh, that's probably why i've waited so long to do a, a weight loss episode because pretty much all the stuff i talk about in some way or another would probably help with your weight as well uh, weight management um but it was overdue and it was time to have a weight loss episode. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, like I said, next Wednesday, I'll have the other part of this episode out with uh, two other um, key points as well. And yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, please leave a review on uh, either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts, you can actually write out a review, which I love to read, you know, any kind of input that you guys have, um, which is specifically why I would love to connect with you on Instagram. Like I said, that's where I'm most active. So um, connect with me on there, reach out to me, uh, you know, put this, post this uh, episode in your story. If you learned something new from it today, um, share it with everybody. That's a great way to also spread the name, uh, spread the word of this podcast and help me get this message out. And yeah, I just appreciate you all so much. Like I really enjoy having these moments and, and sharing these podcast episodes with you. So, um, I hope that you have, you know, some really good knowledge to take away from today and apply to your lives immediately. And yeah, just go out and do some good in the world and do some good in your lives. And, uh, yeah, you guys already know the motto of this show. It is to do everything with good intentions and to connect with your elements. So, uh, go out there and spread some goodness. All right, peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.